happy Friday, y'all. Um, that is the nylon string guitar I'm playing on. Playing a little riff of a song that I'm actually going to play in full at the end of this podcast because I realize that uh, as a songwriter, I haven't talked much about that part of my life with y'all. Um, welcome back to another episode of the Honeycut Scenario uh, with me, Craig. My attempt at having virtual coffee with a few of you out in the world because we're all busy, we're all trying to connect, and we're all trying to figure it out. So, episode 14, right? They're coming thick and fast. At least to me they are, because I have to figure out what to talk about. At least in an organized manner, so it doesn't totally annoy you in the 15 minutes that I have of your time. Um, let's see. So, I like to do a little bit of a, a weather scenario here. On the Outer Banks, where I live, uh, we had a low-pressure system in for... I don't know, five or six days where it was northeast wind and it was raining on us and it made everything slow. And I always find myself having to pay attention because like I get cranky and a low pressure because, you know, you're trying to crush it. I'm kind of, my mind works fast. So when things slow it down that I don't choose, it's kind of annoying uh, so sometimes with the low pressure system, it reminds me of slow and low. That is the tempo. Um, but it was amazing because like at one point it just kind of blew out of here and then it was like, oh, the low pressure system's gone and I don't feel low pressure. Um, and not to say that I'm high pressure, but I don't know. Um, the ocean has been churny. It's been beautiful. Fall is here and uh, I've been grateful for all of that. So uh, yeah, it's all about that paying attention. Uh, and that is a theme that runs through this little show that I have here, paying attention. And it comes to today's topic, which is speaking your truth versus speaking the truth, right? That's a tricky one, right? Because there's all kinds of things of like, well, what is the truth? And I think that is one of the primary questions that we as humans are exploring right now and in the hypercharged world of change that is difficult to uh, get to. And, you know, what's been in popular culture is the whole idea of, you know, speaking your truth. And it comes from a variety of different vantage points, like as many as vantage points as there are people, I would say. And, you know, a lot of it's really good, you know, because so many people have been feeling oppressed or marginalized and all of that. And so speaking your truth is your ability to speak your, the truth of where you are, right? And that's a, a good thing. Um, where, it, you know, you run into issues is, you know, the question of who's speaking and are they in touch with themselves and are they honest with themselves? So when they're speaking, quote, their truth, is it coming from a place of authenticity? And I think so many of us are looking for authentic voices out in the world. And that's a tricky one as well, because once again, you know, it's a hypercharged world. So we're just getting peppered with so much information. It's uh, trying to find what's true in all of it is very difficult. Um, and, you know, it reminds me of this anecdote from my time in Los Angeles. So when I was pondering this topic, this immediately took this picture. I recalled this picture in my mind. And I'm going to do a podcast about some observations I had about my time in Los Angeles. Uh, I lived there for five years. Really love that city. I've got some great friends there. I went through some very powerful, life-changing experiences there that you know allowed me to kind of uh, be where I am right now, and I'm grateful to be where I am right now. And 
uh, downtown Los Angeles. I haven't been there in a while, but for many years back, you know, when I was there from 04 to 09, uh, Skid Row was in effect. So that's an area of downtown LA where you just had thousands of homeless people. And I remember when I wandered on to Skid Row and I was like, whoa, this is wild, like tents and people having fires and cans and all of that stuff. And what ends up happening is some of that stuff spills over into the rest of downtown LA. Or it did. I don't. I haven't been to downtown LA in a while, and I remember I was down into in the, I think in the Garment District or somewhere uh, in lost downtown Los Angeles, and I was just driving my car, and I was on this block, and I took a right, and then at the end of the block, I could see that there was a you know there were traffic lights, and as I was coming down the block, this dude was crossing the road, and he stopped. As I was just driving down the road towards him, he stopped in the middle of the intersection and faced me. I had a green light, so I was still kind of far away. And he faced me, and he just put up two middle fingers, and he just totally started to cuss at me. And I was like, whoa, dude. And he just started yelling at me, and blah, blah. And then as I got closer, he just basically stopped, and he moved on. And I was like, holy crap, that guy just totally lit me up. And he obviously was not stable in the mind. Uh, but I just remembered that. I was like, wow, that was really crazy. And so I think a little bit about like that guy's who knows what that guy's truth was. Like he was speaking his truth to me through some nonverbals and some verbals. And that's a very extreme version of it. But you know, that point is is like I've been guilty of, hey, I'm speaking my truth, but then when I look at it in hindsight, I was just like I was speaking and saying things, but what was actually true was something very different. Right. So it's just like you can unload on someone and say, ah, blah, blah, blah. And then what's really going on is that maybe you're just tired and unrested or something's bothering you, but it comes out in some other way and you're saying you're speaking your truth. Now, that's not what speaking your truth should actually be about, uh, but it's, you know, that's part of what we're dealing with. When somebody's speaking their truth, it's like, okay, well, is that person authentic? Do they know themselves? Like, there's so many questions with it. And then it goes down to like, well, what is the truth, right? We're trying to look at like what what's objective, what's subjective, so much is subjective because it's in a perceiver. And these are, you know, there are thousands of years of philosophical questioning and answering that uh, explores that. And I'm not a genius, so I'm not going to have that answer. But it's something that is, I think, really important right now and something that's on my mind because I'm using this podcast and other things to try to figure out, you know, how can I speak more clearly? How can I know myself better? How can I be a better, stronger, more clear person, more stable, more honest, more authentic and it's uh, super difficult. One of the things that uh, I love about yoga is that yoga is about you know clearing stuff out in yourself so that you can have correct perception. You can see things as they are rather than coloring them with our projections. And that's just what a lifetime of work right there, right? That's huge and breathing and all of that stuff. And um, it's not something that's a light subject, I realize, and I'm certainly no expert, but it's something that has been on my mind. It's like, you know, speaking your truth versus speaking the truth, and what is the difference, and how can we know ourselves so that we can be better humans and citizens out in the world? Um, so, wow, that's a lot. So that also leads me to something that uh, I brought this up to a friend of mine who uh has been an executive coach. He's coached about 1,500 people. He has coached me. He worked with me at James Madison University when I was going back to school. And uh, his name's Mark House, and he's a really brilliant thinker. And I was telling him about this subject, and 
he was like, hey, do you know about the ladder of inference? And I said, well, I do not know about the ladder of inference. And the ladder of inference is this uh, ladder of steps that we have that go from reality and facts that we perceive all the way up to the actions that we take. And the whole idea is that we have all of these learned biases, picked up biases, pre-programmed biases in us that color information and will lead us to take an action. Um, And so the ladder of inference uh, from the bottom to the top, uh, at the bottom is reality and facts. The next rung is selected reality then interpreted reality, then assumptions, then conclusions, then beliefs, and then actions. And the point being is that, uh, you know, you experience uh, things selectively based on your beliefs and prior experience, right? You interpret what they mean. um, You apply your existing assumptions. uh, You draw conclusions, and then you develop beliefs based on these conclusions, and then you take actions on, like, what you think is right, And that's really tricky because the reality and facts right now, there's so much information, like what that is, is like up for debate. And then so you're judging reality and facts based on all of this stuff. So I would argue that that first rung is like pretty scrambled right now. But you think about it, like you get some information about, I don't know, infection rate or whatever. And then your selected reality is like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to kind of like take a look at. And then you're going to interpret that. And then you're making assumptions about things, and then you're making conclusions, and then you're overlaying those with your beliefs or you're formulating beliefs, and then you're taking an action on that. So it's like your filtration system, and everybody's filtration system is filled with like all kinds of stuff that will lead to some kind of strange action. And I think right now in this world, we're all like uh, dealing with something that uh, I just – a term I just heard in a book I'm reading that I'll talk about later, um, the, it's like – hyper novelization. Like we live in a world where everything is new because change is happening so fast. I mean, look at the coronavirus is a novel coronavirus. It's something new, right? It's got something in it that's like, oh crap, we don't know what that is. And we're trying to learn what that is. And that's just one of the things that are happening all the time is that there's new stuff going on. So we're, you know, having this ladder of inference of who we are and we're trying to process all of these inputs that are happening in an exponential rate. And it's like, what is going on? So then it comes back to the idea of like speaking your truth versus speaking the truth under the circumstances. And that's a a pretty big question, but it's one that uh, I'm happy to talk about on a Friday. So, you know, also too, like I look at from my own perspective of being sober And the idea of sobriety, which is not only not like putting a bunch of uh, intoxicants in your body so that you become shifted in an uncontrolled way or a medicating type of way, but sobriety in the purest sense, which is like making sober decisions, which is being grounded and trying to see things as they are and not charging them with emotions and all kinds of things that we do with like egoic stuff and all of that. So that's something that I like to ponder too. Um, That was a lot or maybe not, maybe it's not enough, who knows, but either way it's Friday, have a beautiful Friday. Uh, I am going to do a part two of this podcast. If you want to continue listening, you can uh, continue listening. I'm going to talk a little bit about a song I wrote called people are moving. And then I'm going to play that song. If that's something that is of interest, if not, you can just, uh, you know, do your thing today. So be good to yourself if you are taking off. If you're going to stick around, uh, I'm going to talk about this song here called People Are Moving. This is one of my favorite songs that I wrote back in the day, 
and it was a representation of a form of speaking my truth. And I, I speak in abstracts sometimes, uh, but it came out of a very simple bass groove that I was very judgmental about because it felt so simple. I was like, well, that's a dumb idea. And it's one of the songs that I love playing to this day, and it's one that seems to resonate with people. Uh, and it really kind of just deals with, oh gosh, the, the movement of humanity, of like the things that we have inside of us and how we interact with the world and kind of like the way we interact with it and that it's like, you know, a giant dance that we're doing, interacting and reciprocity and all of that stuff. And um, I was spending a lot of time traveling at the time and airports and I just love that sense of like what people are doing and where they're going and the idea of possibilities, but then, you know, the struggles that we have and all of that, all stuffed into a three-minute song with very simple lyrics. There are ways to say I love you There are ways to say I care There are ways of moving forward Through the moments of your day There are ways of talking backwards With the full tongue of your mind There are ways to tell your story As we slowly bump and grind Cause people are, people are, people are, people are moving People are, people are, people are, people are moving People are moving across the desert and across the plain. There are ways to pick your poison, there are ways to lose your breath. There are ways of choosing rhythms for the dance floor of your life. There are days of living harder and faster than you should. There are ways of being vengeful. There are ways of living good. Cause people are, people are, people are, people are moving. People are moving People are, people are, people are, people are moving Across the desert and across the plain Fighting dragons and go on insane Slowly with the forked tongue of your mind 
There are ways of hitting softly through the days and through the times. There are ways of fighting battles with the blood of other men. There are ways to put the sword down. There are ways to make amends. Cause people are, people are, people are, people are moving. People are, people are, people are, people are moving. People are, people are, people are, people are moving. Across the desert and across the plain Fighting dragons and go on Insane 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 Thank you for listening. Be good to yourself.